Thursday, December 14th, 2023. Season 2, episode 69 of What's Eating Kale. I'm Kale. It's Thursday, my favorite day. Yep, it's my favorite day. Haven't screwed up the weekend yet. Still got the whole thing laid out in front of me. It's still a perfect weekend coming up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good one. Seeing some family over the weekend and uh, going to a movie with any luck. See if that plays out. Um, life has its way of throwing curveballs at you, but that's that's the plan for right now. A um, lot going on today um, in bits and pieces. Uh, kind of all over the place, bits and pieces too. So um, I haven't done jokes in a while. So I decided I'd like to start with a few holiday-esque jokes. Since I'm trying to do something holiday-ish every single episode up until, well, the holidays are past. Um, so I, I have two of them for you today. Um, one of them is a dad joke and one of them is a, an adult joke. <laughs> uh, the dad joke. What do elves learn in school? Ready? Ready? The alphabet. Yeah. Um, I do still kind of like that one. It's kind of up my alley. (laughs) Uh, But the next joke, I thought, uh, this one actually, as I was reading through a list of actually pretty poor jokes, this one made me laugh. Uh, This one made me laugh pretty loud. Uh, So the mother says to her little girl, she said, sweetie, make a Christmas wish. The little girl says, I wish that Santa would send some clothes to those naked girls on Papa's computer. (laughs) Oh, dad. I guess that's a dad joke too, isn't it? (laughs) Dad and his porn. You just can't, uh, you can't break a man. You just can't. Oh. Time for some headlines. I do in headlines. It lets you know that, uh, I'm not phoning this shit in. All right. So we got some entertainment headlines coming up here. Um, X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, There was an X, formerly known as Twitter, user is how I should have said that. Had to make a dumb comment about the singer Pink. He says, Pink got old. The 44-year-old Pink responded perfectly. This This is just awesome. She responds with, yes, although I don't feel old and I still get to wear a leotard to work, growing older is actually my first grateful every day. What a blessing to have life and years, to be this strong, to be able to still piss off complete strangers just by existing. Fuck yeah, times 44. (laughs) Every time I've seen Pink uh, in an interview, I... She's kind of endearing uh, to me and just a really good, genuine, straight in your, like just, she is what she is. Uh, and it endears me to her. And then I, not, I, I'm not really familiar with a lot of her music. I mean, I, I've heard the hits, of course. Um, but every time I've seen her perform, I'm always like, holy schmoly. Uh, it's, she's really, really impressive. Um, so at any rate, I think that, that, that was, uh, I, I just really enjoyed 
I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, other headlines. Um, we're kind of into sports right now. Um, did you see the uh, Bucks game last night? Went almost three hours. Giannis scored a franchise record 64 points on the Pacers. Bucks won the game 140 to 126. Uh, Michael Red had previously held the record with 57 points. Early in the game, uh, Giannis had scored uh, 58. The Bucks had a nice enough lead that the starters had come out. Um, but with both B squads on the bench, uh, the Pacers started catching up. They got within 10 with two minutes left to go. The starters came back out, and then Giannis scored six more points. I'll talk about that in a second, but... This game was an all and all. It was no, no, no. It was an. I think you say it's an all. It was an all-out brawl. There were eight technical fouls and a flagrant foul that should have had Naismith ejected from the game. He literally and I, I, I heard people trying to defend it, and he literally jumped on Giannis's back and rolled him to the floor. So when he jumped on, he kind of rolled to the side. Giannis goes flipping up. His legs go flying up in the air. And uh, the only excuse I could give the guy, first of all, he shouldn't have gone for the ball like that. Uh, just I literally jumping on Giannis's back. That that was a foul in and of itself. But I think he started to fall and grabbed onto Giannis, hoping he could right himself, and then that's what ensued. If there's a defense for it, it looks purposeful because it looks like he pulls when he's going down. Um, so I don't know why he didn't get ejected for that. Got a flagrant foul. Bobby Portis comes to Giannis's defense. He gets a technical foul, but really it all comes out. Um, one technical foul for us and two free throws for Giannis. Um, and that, and we got the ball. So I guess that it's kind of fair, but I thought that guy should have been ejected. I really do. Um, the Bucs were up about 18 in the fourth. As I mentioned, the B squad had come out. Uh, the uh, Giannis and the A team uh, sat down when he got the record. Um, the crowd went crazy. It was awesome. Uh, but then uh, when they got within 10, then the Bucks come out. So Giannis scores six more points. The last one was a solo breakaway. He goes down, slams, uh, flexes like he does, and mean mugs, and the crowd just went bananas. Uh, Bobby Portis got ejected from the game shortly after that melee with, um, with Naismith and Giannis because he smarted off to the to the ref in a way that you're not supposed to smart off to the ref. <laughs> so he got ejected. But that wasn't enough. There, this, this, it, it was just getting going here. So at the end of the game, you know, you, the cameras are showing down there and then they're probably going to interview Giannis and whatever. There's some, sh- there's stuff going on. Pacers have all left the floor. There was no handshaking that I saw like there normally is at the end of a game and then um, Giannis and uh, Middleton are arguing with guys. Uh, one of them being Oshkosh native Halliburton, and they're like they're really yelling at him. And the the Milwaukee Bucks coach is over there trying to keep things somewhat calm. And what had happened was, well, we don't know this yet, right? So I'll just tell you the way we see it. Giannis breaks away from this little group and goes tearing down the hall. People are trying to stop him. He goes tearing down the tunnel toward the Pacers locker room. Some scuffle ensues down there. Giannis comes back out. 
Um, nobody's really known what's going on. Um, a bunch of teammates followed him down the hall. Um, what had happened was, apparently, the Pacers took the game ball. Remember, Giannis scored a franchise record 64 points. Should have been his game ball at Pfizer Forum. Uh, but they were claiming they were taking the ball because one of their players scored their first NBA point. And uh, one of the players, one of the Bucks players was like, that man wanted that ball. <laughs> he goes, I just followed him down there. Um, but yeah, it it was crazy. So the Bucks and the Pacers have played three times this year. Pacers won two of the games, in fact, knocking them out of that in-season uh, playoff that they had going on. And uh, the Bucks just came out and said, "This ends tonight. We're not. We're not letting them beat up, beat us again." In fact, I mean, if you look at it, there's no reason why the Bucks shouldn't be winning those games. Um, they didn't play very inspired in the in the game against them in the in the playoffs. Uh, one of the things that has been frustrating is watching them rebound, or really watching them not rebound. They did a great job of that last night. Guys stand under the basket. Normally, they you know when a, a shot goes up, almost everybody heads back down the other way. Not last night. Three, four guys would stay down on whatever end of the ball and and stay down there and rebound. It was pretty cool. Um, when the game was close, it was hard fought. Indiana's a great shooting team. Uh, almost all of Giannis's points were in the paint. He was just. I mean, he was brutalizing that team. Uh, you hate to see if he has to be that dominant in every game because it's just it's not sustainable for the whole year. Even if it was, it just wouldn't be sustainable for two years. You know, like, there's no way one guy can do all that. We got a pretty good team, but, man, they better start putting some stuff together making these things look a little bit easier. And, you know, there's going to be stretches where Giannis isn't going to be playing. What are you going to do, you know? So... Anyway, let's move on to football. Uh, last week, uh, Ben and I made our picks. Um, I What you're not going to hear in this next audio bit is uh, you're not going to hear my pick for the Bills over the Chiefs. The reason is, is because we broke off and while well, Ben and I knew that um, he picked the Chiefs and I picked the Bills, um, the conversation never went that way and it got really long. So I that one's not in here, but I did pick the Bills. In fact, I beat Ben 4-3. to three. Um, and here's what our picks sounded like for uh, for the games that were last week, and then we'll get into next week's game. Our differences were Rams at Ravens. Uh, you won that one. Uh, I took the Rams. You took the Ravens. Uh, Lions at Bears. Ben wins. Uh, ben took the Bears. Kale took the Lions. Um, Jags at Browns. I won this one. I took the Jags. You took the Browns. Next game, uh, it was the Broncos and Chargers. Uh, I took the Broncos. You took the Chargers. Russell Wilson's looking pretty uh, Amaze balls. Um, no. I, I took that Herbert is out for the year. Uh, Eagles Cowboys. Um, wasn't expecting that. Yeah, you won that one. I took the Eagles. I thought that they would have to like they were good enough that they would be able to bounce back after a couple of tough weeks. Um, you and I are so confident in the next game. Uh, we both took uh, the Dolphins, and uh, we were both wrong. And by one point, yeah. Um, so the biggest game of the week, of course, the Giants and the Packers. A awful game. I mean, it was awful both sides, start to finish. Um, 
Tommy DeVito was the highlight of the whole thing and his agent. (laughs) (laughs) Wise guy over there. (laughs) Father Guido Sarducci, right? Uh, He looks like a, a caricature or something. He does not look real. Yeah, we made picks for next week too. Uh, by the way, that guy's funny. He, uh, Joe Buck made the comment. I think he's going to break the internet. I, he's just quite a character. Uh, so he made picks for the coming week. Uh, notice how Ben tries to trick me toward the end of this into making a bad pick. Uh, charges are Raiders. I took the Charges. You took the Raiders. I'm only going over the differences, by the way. Yep. Uh, charges are Raiders. I took the Charges. You took the Raiders. Um, Steelers are Colts. You took the Steelers. I took the Colts. Uh, Broncos at Lions. You took the Lions. I took the Broncos. Uh, Packers, uh, Bucks at Packers. You took the Bucks. I took the Packers. Uh, Giants, 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 Giants. There they are. Giants at Saints. I took the Giants. You took the Saints. Uh, and the Jaguars, uh, the Ravens at the Jaguars. I took the Jags. You took the Ravens. Yep. And the final game of the week, we were also different on Eagles at Seahawks. Uh, I took Seahawks. You took the Eagles. Did you mention the Falcons, Panthers? Because uh, I got the Falcons, and I think you had the Panthers. <laughs> I, I didn't know if you said that. I didn't think I heard it. I don't have the Panthers. I, I think you and I both said we're never picking the Panthers. Are you trying to trick me right now? No. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that right there. I think that uh, Ben was trying to pull one over on me. Um, all right, so let's get into some more holiday stuff. Enough of all this sports crap. So, uh, I'd heard that you could, you know, everybody knows porn names, right? Like how you make a porn name. It's like the street you grew up on and your first dog's name. So I could have either been Brandy Lambert or Rusty Lambert. (laughs) Both pretty good. Um, But apparently you can make an elf name. Uh, There was a whole bunch of charts you could use and stuff like that. And I I didn't really like that. So I... um, I, I found a website that had a little app on it that you could just type in your first name, last name, and then it spits out um, an elf name. And uh, I, it was kind of funny. Uh, and then I, I texted a few people what their um, elf names were. And I was getting texts back and they were like, oh, do this person, do this person, do this person. So uh, yesterday I did a lot of searching for elf names, um, which was kind of funny. Uh, so Ben and I had a conversation where I explained to him what his uh, elf name was. My elf name, for the record, was Starlight Crumpy Box. <laughs> Starlight Crumpy Box was my elf name. Uh, and here's my conversation with Ben regarding uh, regarding elf names and his elf name. I want to uh, uh, just tell you that I've done some research uh, and I found your elf name. Are you familiar with elf names? And they're like porn names, but you don't use your your streets and your first dog's name. Okay. You use. You, no, I don't I even know how it works. I put it into a an app, and then it gave me people's elf names. Mine is Starlight Grumpy Box. Oh. <laughs> so not sure. I've dated girls like that before, but um, Ben's was yours. Noel Noel, I guess you would say Noel Sugarbow. Sugar bomb? Sugar bomb. I like that. a long generation of the sugar bomb. I got a good one. You got a... Uh, I did. I got a mean one. Yeah. 
<laughs> we're like, hey, that's a little personal. How do they know? Grumpy box. <laughs> it's an awful one. Uh, my friend Dennis's is Twinkle Fizzle Dust. Yeah, these are all fun, and you've got this, like, you're the Grinch one. I am. So uh, I'm going to put the website address in the uh, description of this podcast episode, and you can go check out and see what your elf name is. Uh, if you get a good one, let me know, because there's some there's some really good ones. Um, we had a, a... Ben and I always have a long conversation. We set out to talk about very specific things, and then we wind up talking about so many things. So many things. Um, but we did get on the topic of... Should you tell kids the truth about Santa or should you let them have the fun and the gloriousness of the holidays and just let them be, right? And uh, so we had this conversation, which was kind of interesting. I have a buddy of mine who's like, I'll never tell him. And my kid already knows there's no Santa Claus because I don't want to lie to him. And I'm like, oh. One of those people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Probably pushes all of his music on his kids too. Oh yeah, yeah. And his all his beliefs are. They listen to ACDC and yeah, cool. Not yeah. to <laughs> friends. And then you're shocked when they're like kind of horrifying teenagers, right? Like yeah, outcasts in their <laughs> friend group because they can't relate. The girls have heavy eyeliner and smoke. Yeah, yeah. no, that's let your kids have some fun. Yeah, like life's too long and serious. It is. I like, right. There comes a time. Usually when you get kicked out the door, right? Like when, when it's time to make it on your own. I remember I, I got kicked out. Of, I don't know if I ever told you this story. I got kicked out of the house when I was 17. I was still in high school and looking back on it, 100% deserved to be kicked out of the house. hundred percent. Now at the time I'm like, who the fuck kicks out their kid who's still in high school. And I'm like, Oh, my mom's a jerk. And you know, like all that. <clears throat> when she kicked me out, um, I remember thinking suddenly, <clears throat> how do I do all this? Like, I don't, I got to pay rent. I got to, I got to find a place to I rent. Have a, I have a, I, I'm in high school. I have to get a job. I have to, how do I do this? And then suddenly this little peanut town that I always wanted to get out of Wausau, Wisconsin, seems like New York city. How am I ever gonna, it's just like, now nah, I don't even know where to start. Right. And now it just seems like this like insurmountable uh, task at hand. So I don't know that most people, when they decide to leave the house, if they also had that feeling of, it's a lot more responsibility than I really wanted, or I don't know how you felt about that. Oh, when I originally left? Yeah. I was ready for it. I was okay with it. I kind of knew what to expect. You were prepared financially. You knew you could pay your rent and all that. Yeah. I, looking back, maybe should have taken out some money, but maybe it's better I didn't um, just because I could, could have maybe focused on school more and not had a job at the same time to right. pay rent. Um, so that, that looking back, I wish maybe I would have done that. I uh, didn't mean to bring the room down with that. <laughs> That was a funny conversation anyway. Uh, but yeah, it, when we, uh, it's interesting. I think that most people plan to move out. When you don't plan to move out and you got to figure it out, uh, it, it suddenly becomes like, whoa, how do I do all this stuff? That's what I experienced anyway. Um, didn't mean to bring the Christmas mood down, but I, I 
probably successfully did do that. So that's, uh, that's what's eating kale today. Uh, tomorrow, we do a rapid-fire Christmas interview. Uh, we look at a few of, uh, a few of my uh, favorite instrumental Christmas songs. you got to put these things on your playlist. All right, until the next time, make it a good one. Thank you.